folks i'm kevin and i'm kevin welcome to the dark, dark windows, windows podcast just a disclaimer we are going to cover some topics that may be not for everyone and we're gonna use some language that's definitely not for everyone so sit back and enjoy the show or don't that's fine what's up folks hey what's going on another episode here oh yeah oh yeah i think we can start this one off with a howdy Howdy, y'all. I, I think howdy works pretty good for what we're doing. Yeah, yeah. Wild West shootouts and shit. Oh, yeah. it's uh, This one's going to take a little bit more of a serious turn than what we usually do, but but that's mostly because it's, uh, it's history-based, and that's kind of our thing. And one of us is a professional history fan. The other one's an amateur, so. <laughs> professional history You went to fan. school for it. I don't think that makes me a professional history fan. Why not? Okay, whatever. I, just because I have a bachelor's degree doesn't mean anything. I'm more of a history enthusiast. Well, that's true. <laughs> so, uh, who, uh, who are we uh, going to talk about today? This week, we're going to talk about a fella named Felipe Espinosa. And for all you other people, it's Felipe Espinosa. That's if you're from Spain, where they do the Espinosa instead of the S's. So it's Espinosa? It would be Espinosa, yeah. Oh, sorry, whatever. No, it's cool. Shut that's up. fine. It's just because one Spanish king had a weird speech impediment and he had to make everybody else do it so that he didn't think they were picking on him. Eh, that's fine. What a douche. So anyway, who's this badass? This guy, uh, Felipe Espinosa, is widely regarded as one of the first American serial killers and as the first foreign terrorist in the United States. It's believed that he's responsible for the deaths of 30, maybe more people. He was, now, it wasn't just him, right? Sorry it wasn't just off, him. But... It was... Uh, they it was were a gang, right? Yeah, it was the, the Espinosas, the bloody Espinosas. Get it right. Sorry, but uh, yeah, they were they were more than a gang. They were actually family, like blood related family. We are family. <laughs> so they sang that every time. I'm sure. <laughs> so they sang that, but then in Spanish instead. But uh-huh. I don't know Spanish that good. I didn't pay attention that much in school for it, but. He was driven to kill by a divine vision and the need for revenge. So, come with me and you'll be in a world of violent retribution. I get to do my Willy Wonka song that he wrote in. <laughs> Dork. <laughs> so, he was born Felipe Nero Espinosa. Ne- wait, wait. Did you just say his middle name was Nero? N-E-R-I-O. Ah. I think I, I I don't I that's how I would pronounce it. Damn it. Not he's he's not as crazy as the actual Nero though. I thought it was N E R O. No, that went fucking Shit. nuts. Um he was born in eighteen thirty six and Well, I don't like this guy already. Sorry. <clears throat> you'll 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 sympathize no, with him, I'm okay. sure. Uh he was born in either Rio Arriba County, New Mexico, which at the time uh was actually Santa Fe de Nuevo, Mexico or Veracruz, Mexico, to his parents, Pedro Ignacio Espinosa, and his mother, who's got an awesome name, Gertrudez Chavez. Gertrudez Chavez. 
Yeah, that's that's a great name. G E R T R U D I S. Damn. That's a badass name. Bet you she has a good batting average. Right? <laughs> like at least a buck ninety when she's batting from the right side because she can't bat right right handed. She has to bat left, which she's hitting at least I'm gonna say three ninety. Now are you thinking like middle infielder and outfielder? Oh, she's definitely infield. Think so? Like a shortstop? Definitely shortstop. Middle okay. field, middle. She she's got a cannon on her. Probably didn't want to play for the Houston Astros though. You know, mm. what with the uh the Alamo and whatnot. Mm. But she could now. <laughs> it's okay. Right. But back then she'd been like mm, no uh, bueno. No, she's got like, she her steal you know, stealing a bases or you know, that's probably not, not, pretty good. Not a great base runner, but aggressive. Oh, definitely, definitely. Anyway, so anyway back to the <laughs> back from chasing that uh, rabbit. Yeah. So there's not really much known about his childhood due to uh, record keeping at the time and the political climate of the area. No shit. Where when he was born, it's called war. <laughs> yeah, he was he was born. Uh, he was uh, well, actually, he was born just before the uh, the Mexican American War, which lasted from 1846 to 1848, which claimed 17,434 American casualties. And it estimated 25,000 Mexican casualties. And I think that might be a low number. Mm. Probably. Because usually when, when we go to war, we, you know, we have our casualties. but Wholesale bitches. But we, uh, we usually do a number on whoever. It's been that way for a long time. Mm. You know, the, uh, the, the Civil War was a big one. There was a lot of, uh, a lot of American casualties there. On both sides. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, for anybody that doesn't really know how casualties work in a in a war area war people situation, get killed. it's um, it's people being killed, uh, people being injured, people getting sick from stuff like that. So it's not just that many people dead; it's that many people that got just <clears throat> fucked over, pretty much. So, what might you ask caused this man to go bug fuck nuts and kill a score and a half of people? We're going to tell you. Well, I want to know because I've been he- all I've been hearing is about this guy. And how you absolutely love him. I don't. And that you feel so sorry for him. Oh, poor him. Oh, I think he deserved, they deserved everything that they got because he's such a great guy. And I'm just going puke, puke, puke. Come on, buddy. It can't be this, this great. I don't love him, but I respect him because of exactly what happened and what caused him to do all of this. Except for part of it, which is a little weird. Okay, what well, part you did tell me. You know about the killing or whatever, being having family members killed. Uh, I can see that. Definitely. Yeah, I mean he 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 had a moment where he, uh, I mean, he lost his shit because so so when he was a child, uh, he actually witnessed six members of his family uh, die during the shelling of Veracruz by the United States Navy. Uh, later. He and his brother Jose and a group of their cousins moved out outside the village of San Rafael, Colorado. Not only did they dislike the American government for the involvement in the deaths of their family members, but they also claimed that their land grant and I'm going to butcher this one, Conjeos County, which is in Colorado, their land grant wasn't being honored, and there was a bunch of uh, a bunch of white settlers squatting on their land, kind of just like using their land without their permission and probably making a goddamn mess of everything so it was around this time felipe had a uh had a divine vision i guess you'd call it 
he uh, he had a vision of the Virgin Mary coming to him and telling him he needed to kill a hundred gringos for each member of his family that was killed during the shelling by the Navy. Oh, we just part you just hear. But then she's like, no, no, no. You go out and you kill these motherfuckers. <laughs> Listen, Vato. You go out, you're going to kill them, okay? You're going to take them out. One by one. <laughs> you just went, you know, Tanya Montana there for a second. <laughs> Not Tanya. It's... <laughs> I mean, kind of. She was a. Who the hell's Tanya? It's the female version of Tony. Oh. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, sorry. No, no worries. Uh, so there's uh, there's several different tales of why the gang started killing people in the first place. Oh yeah, what was that? Um, Martin Edward Martinez, who is a historian, who's a direct descendant of the Espinosas, uh, did some research on his family, as as most people do, trying to figure out you know your lineage and all that stuff. And the reason that he came up with for the uh, for the killing spree came down to the atrocities that the uh, the U.S. government committed against his family and the shelling, and some stuff that we're going to get into here in a minute. Um, he goes on to say that the gang went on a mission of revenge after Felipe's wife and daughters were raped in the fall of 1861, which is fucking awful. Um, Felipe's wife actually died four days after after the incident. Hmm. So I mean, you can kind of. Um, you can kind of figure out whether if it was, you know, if it was uh due to like an injury during the incident or whatever it was, they don't really cover. They don't really go into that too much, which is probably a good thing. Um, but it continued when a similar incident happened to Jose's, I'm sorry, to Felipe's brother, Jose and his family, except Jose went fucking nuts. Jose killed the soldiers that raped his sister um, afterwards, a group of soldiers showed up at at his house and pretty much killed everybody in retaliation and occupied his land. So, because he defended his family, the government came in and were like, no, nah, I'm not going to fly here, and hmm. killed everybody and kicked him out and took all his shit. Hmm. So, kind that's, of a... That's kind of fucked up. That's, that's really fucked up. That's a bad situation to be in. Yeah, a bunch of assholes. So with all the deaths of his loved ones and being mistreated by the government, Felipe decided suficiente is suficiente and began his campaign of revenge and vengeance or vengeance and revenge, whichever one you want to use. But it was those two words, not in any particular order. It is what it is. So come springtime of 1863, travelers and residents in Colorado started noticing lone riders and settlers coming up missing only to be found days later, killed and mutilated in remote areas. The first victim was found in May of that year. The man was killed, and when they found the body, they noticed that he uh, he had a thing going on. They, uh, they hacked his chest open and took his heart out. Mm. So was that the cause of death, or did they do that after they killed him? Don't really know. Well, I mean... Like, was, there any, I mean, was there any gunshot wounds or anything? It doesn't say, but if, if that's no, the way no. that he died, that's some Aztec shit, it, and that's awesome. Yeah, it doesn't make it really make much difference whether it was a gunshot to the heart or not. Right. I mean, his heart's gone. It's gone. Like, they, they hacked him up and took his heart out. Mm-hmm. Um, during the summer of 1863, so keep that in mind, all of these killings that this gang did took place over one year. They killed, mm. like... Like I said, upwards of 30 people. Mm. Um, they found 25 more bodies over, uh, during that summer. Uh, 
hacked up and fucked up in a similar situation yeah. as the first one. Um, after a wagon was attacked on the road to Fairplay, Colorado, the driver somehow managed to get away. Like, that's that's pretty badass to be able to get away from a a gang of dudes that are just out killing people left, right, and center. Um, but he, he got away and actually reported his incident to the sheriff or the U.S. Marshal or whoever it was that, that he came across first. Um, and they somehow linked the wagon attack to the series of murders. But the the thing with the murders is it's not like they were just going into a town and, you know, kicking in doors at a saloon or something and just shooting up everybody. They they were picking off a couple people at a time here and there, one or two people. Um, so they worked more like instead of uh, like gang mentality where you just, like I said, go in and kill everybody. Mm-hmm. They were more, working more like a group of serial killers where it was more, oh, we have an opportunity to, to grab somebody and add to our list of, you know, tally marks you know so that we can make the virgin mary happy and whatnot hmm. so after that they earned the nickname the bloody espinosas after the wagon attack the authorities formed a posse to hunt down the cousins while being pers- uh, pursued by the posse felipe sent a letter to the governor of colorado john evans threatening to kill 600 people including the governor and his family unless they were granted amnesty and 5,000 acres of land in Conejos County, Colorado. That's kind of ballsy. It is to be like, okay, you need to get these guys off of us or I'm going to find you. I'm going to kill you and I'm going to kill your family. Yeah. Oh yeah. And we also want a bunch of land and to be left the fuck alone. Hmm. The guy's got balls like biggins. You know how he rides a horse (laughs) clacking together like that. Um, so after getting this letter, the governor called on the U.S. Cavalry, the, uh, the yeah, the cavalry that they don't really have such a, a great history, a track record with <laughs> dealing with things in a friendly manner. Uh, this is the same U.S. Cavalry that slaughtered a heap in, of Native Americans just everywhere they went. Uh-huh. You know, you know that better than, than I do, you know. Yeah, they were they were not great guys, but they were they were the law. No, not exactly. You know, they they did what they did. So somewhere along the line, uh, uh, Felipe's brother Jose was killed. After his death, Felipe's cousin Juan took his place, kind of as his right hand man. Um, following the ambush and murder of a man and his wife on Levada Pass, uh, Colonel Sam Tappan, the commanding officer at Fort Garland, got Tom Tobin on the horn. And uh, you you did some looking into Mr. Tobin, did you not? I did. Awesome. So I'm going to turn it over to you and yeah, see what we got. So Mr. Tobin, Tom Tobin. Was it Tom or Tomas? I don't know. We'll call Tom, him Tom just for convenience. Sure. <laughs> he was born in 1823 and died in 1904. Just a little background. Uh, he was an explorer, tracker, scout, uh, bounty hunter. I almost was getting ready to say Boy Scout. Because <laughs> I saw the B in Bounty, and I was like, oh, he was a Boy bounty, Scout. He was a Bounty Scout. He was a Bounty Scout. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Mountain Man, Trader, and Trapper. Oh, but not to say he also, he was a farmer and trapper. Do not put this all on a business card. This motherfucker's resume must have been like 16 pages long. It he, they could have just stopped and said, so what are you classified as? 
All of the above is what he could have said. <laughs> Tom Tobin, doer of everything. <laughs> <laughs> and non-doer of nothing. Right. He was never not busy. Never. Um, he helped build Fort Garland. Really? Yep. So one, one account says he never got the recognition for it. But another account says he did. So just like you with with the Espinosas kind of history sketchy. Right. As shit. You know, you know how that goes. Uh, he had some pretty cool friends. One of his friends was Wild Bill Hickok. Really? And Kit Carson. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Kit Carson was kind of a badass. Um, what I mean, kind of made him kind of become more of a big badass was in 1847, he survived a... Uh, uh, Pueblo Indian Revolt in which um, some bad, bad shit happened where there was a mob of Mexican and Pueblo Indians. They kind of, they were, they were drunk and they kind of came in and killed some people. You know, one of their things was kill the young ones that never become men so oh, they won't trouble us. That's fucking dark. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Um and oh, man. They 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 kind of killed a lot of people and he was one of the two people to survive. Is there any number on how many people were no, in the town? No, no, I didn't I didn't really see any number. But like we were talking about before, I mean, towns back then, you know, if it was a big town, you're looking at, you know, 500 people or something like that. So you're looking probably somewhere in the area of 100 to 300 people at least. Probably. And Two people survived it. Yeah, I'm trying to look right now just to see if Jesus. there was anything, but I don't. I really don't see anything. So, anyway, I consider him a badass, and this is why I consider him a badass. I told you this, but you know, I'll just reiterate it for everyone that didn't hear it when I told you. Yeah, I mean, because we don't record all of our conversations; only one a week. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> so, he was a badass because. One, well, he survived the the Pueblo Indian Revolt, but then he was done. He done got himself shot and beat by his son-in-law, who happened to be the son of Kit Carson by the name of Billy Carson. So he he was born a badass, pretty much. Yeah, 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 <laughs> exactly. Um, because I mean, let, let's be real. I mean. You know, Wild Bill Hickok, Wild Bill Hickok, and Kit Carson could be their own episode because those guys are fucking bad. Yeah. Like. <laughs> yes, definitely. Uh, so, Bill was married to to Tobin's daughter. Well, I guess apparently Billy Boy had himself a bit of a temper and took it out on his wife. So, like any other good father, you you gonna take care of some shit. You know, slap him around a little bit. You know, teach exactly. him a lesson. Be like, hey, listen, you little even, bastard. Maybe not even slap him around. You just go and want to have a t- well, kind of a little conversation. I'm, I'm pretty sure back then it would have been more like, listen here, asshole, and just fucking pop him in the head a couple maybe. of times, just punch. Well, him or he didn't get to punch or pop or or <laughs> smack or whatever. No, he <laughs> no, he done got shot in the back or shot, and then he while he was down. You got the shit kicked out of him. 
Because yeah, getting shot isn't bad enough. Then somebody comes over and kicks in the ribs a couple of times, you know. But he's a hardy fucker because he survived. Okay. You had to be back then, though, because life was a, was not easy. You know? He survived and lived another 16 years Holy after shit. getting his ass beat and shot. Jesus Christ. Which, during that time, that's unheard of. Yeah, I mean, an old man back then was, what, 60? In that area? Yeah, maybe. You know, older. You know, but being shot. You know, because the medicine at the time wasn't that great. Yeah. Um, But, Carson got, you know, what was coming to him later down, down the line. Because he died before... Good old Tobin. Karma's a dirty, dirty bitch. It is. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a just dessert because he shot himself and got lockjaw and died. Ha <laughs> ha, fucker. Take that. You deserve it. Oh, my God. You kicked the shit out of your father-in-law. And, this is what and you your get. wife. And your wife. This is what you get. Uh, so, yeah. So, then he he did take the bounty to go on the the trail to... To hunt the Espinosas. But as one account says that he did it because of the raid. Because the Espinosas were supposedly a part of it. And that's why he wanted to do it. But in other accounts, I guess it wasn't. So I, I, I don't really know. It doesn't really, it's not really crystal clear on his intent. Maybe it's just because he wanted the damn money. Yeah, I mean. You know, it was a lot of money for the time. Yeah, the, uh, the $2,500 bounty. Uh, I did the conversion for it is actually about forty eight thousand dollars now. It's a lot of goddamn money. That's a, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, it's not really, but in one shot, that's a lot of money. That's a year pay for a lot of people. Well, for then it was quite yeah, a bit that of was pay. A, that was a heap of money. Yeah, you know. So, uh, let's see. Let's. I guess we can jump back to yours because I mean I don't want to jump ahead too far from what your your. Uh, Telling the story is yeah. Just let me know when you want to jump back in. No, yeah, go right ahead because I I don't want to be like, well, then he he done killed him and shit. I'm bouncing into your story. Yeah, right. So, so uh, Mr. Tobin, we're gonna you know, Mr. Tobin, Mr. Tobin, he was uh, he was ordered to use his tracking skills and bring the murderers in dead or alive. Dead or alive. Insert Bon Jovi here in editing. <laughs> Wanted. Wanted, dead or alive. So, Tobin left Fort Garland with a with a detachment of fifteen soldiers to hunt down the Espinosas, which I don't. They never really get specific on a number of how many Espinosas there were. It was upwards of ten, so it would have been probably close to a fair fight, I guess. Now, see what I saw. One Espinosa died. Yep, Jose. Jose. Yep, Can the you brother. See? But it was almost like there was only two, two like a cousin and then Felipe, right? That Tobin encountered, right? So there wasn't really like the rest of the gang. So no, the rest, no, no. Of, the rest of the gang must have just what fled. I don't know if they maybe like if they were maybe like uh, you know camped out somewhere else or something hmm. or what. But but yeah, you're right. He only uh, when when Tobin met up with them, it was just the two. Hmm. Um. Okay. Yeah. So, so like I said, he left with a det- uh, detachment of fifteen soldiers to hunt down the Espinosas. Um, and according to some stuff in history, this is where it gets a little fuzzy. But it's rumored that he was actually a cousin of the Espinosas. Yeah, that's one of the accounts I 
I read on Tobin was one of them said that he was. Which we're going to get into here in a little bit. Yeah. Um, a few days into the expedition, uh, Tobin left the camp alone, accompanied only by a Mexican boy. Uh, I'm guessing kind of like uh, an assistant, you know, a uh, a Wild West squire or some shit, just to like keep track of his horse and do stuff or, like that. Or, well, if somebody, if he couldn't speak the language. Right. I mean, As a he probably could. Yeah, I would imagine. But to me, that's where it gets a little questionable. Like, yeah. You've got 15 guys with you. Why are you going by yourself with a teenager? You know, what are you what are you up to? You know something that you're not telling everybody else cuz you can't intimidate that teenager to tell, you know, basically saying, "Hey, yeah, they attacked him or this is what he did or, you know, give your account, not the actual truth." Exactly. Almost makes me think that maybe he didn't at first maybe he didn't intend to actually kill them but to just oh, go, i think he did well where, where i was going with that was you know maybe go if he's actually a cousin just go hey you guys need to knock your shit off and get out of here and then kill a couple other guys bring their head you know bring whatever back for evidence and say oh yeah look i killed him you know give me my money you know maybe, maybe. yeah that, that's that's what i thought at least yeah okay um so within a few days of leaving the camp, he and his uh, his sidekick tracked the, uh, tracked them down, and uh, some some stuff says they got into a quick little gunfight with them. Um, and Felipe and Juan were both shot, but not killed, but injured. Um, but then there's other stuff, uh, some other things, according to uh, uh, Mr. Martinez says Tobin was actually a trusted cousin and came to them as a friendly. And he said that Tobin got them drunk and waited until they passed out, cut their throats, and uh, went on from there. So is this where you wanted to jump back in? Uh, do you have a little more on, on said uh, Marti- whatever his name is? Yeah, it, that comes back in in a little bit um, where he kind of goes into some other stuff. Okay, well, he what I had was... That there was a couple different accounts, like what the one was that that he did shoot them. One that was one of them. Um, but then the other one was that he got them drunk, got their confidence, you know, that, you know to come in and sit by their campfire, share some uh, some booze. Right. Got drunk, or at least they got drunk. He didn't. And Which I mean, if, he, uh, if you're if you're planning on killing a bunch of people in their sleep, you might want to be sober yeah. until you're done, and then get drunk afterwards so you don't remember it. Then he cut their heads off, and uh, well, slit their throats, cut then cut their heads That's off. That's fucking metal because he had to have proof that he killed them. They uh, really they really should have invented like a more mobile camera earlier. Instead, <laughs> 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 so they're just like you know walk into the sheriff's office, just like dump a burlap sack on his desk, be like, yep. It's a sack of heads. <laughs> I don't killed them. I killed some bitches. But that, like, again, that kind of goes into what I was saying because you know, the people he's bringing these heads back to didn't know what the hell they looked like. He could have just killed a couple other people and let his family off. And... Well, or he could have brought the little the kid along to have killed the kid. Exactly. You know exactly. But like, oh well, it's Mexican. Here, here, here he is. Yep, dead, You know, perfect. He's one of them. That you know? could have been it. So, upon returning to Fort Garland with 
a literal bag of human heads, like we just covered. He was paid his bounty. This is where it gets foggy again because history is weird. Um, There's some accounts saying that he was paid the full $2,500 and some saying that he was only paid $1,500, which was still a pretty decent amount of money. Um, Well, but, gotta jump in. So, but there's also accounts, yeah, like you said, that he he did collect the full amount, the 2500 but then there's others that said he didn't only collected the 1500 because, I don't know, the, the law is a bunch of assholes and just didn't want to give him the money. But there's another account that says that he never got the money. And that, that would piss me off. Yeah, it pissed him <laughs> off because eventually, you know, he kind of, because of not getting this money, he, that he really wanted to have to to set himself up. Right. He just, you know, kind of was broke, and well, he well he wanted to collect on the money, so he started collecting. You know, wanted to collect, and they just wouldn't give it to him. So I mean, that's you know, that's two different versions, Which or a mean- couple different versions of of. The bounty collection. You got to really think about who we're dealing with here. I would not be shocked at all if they didn't pay him a damn penny of it. You know, probably. Because <laughs> I mean, assholes. like the U.S. government back then, spoiler alert, was not super reliable with stuff, and uh, especially especially the cavalry. I mean, half you know most of the time these guys were just as bad, if not worse, than the criminals they were supposed to be hunting down. But that kind of goes all the way through old-timey law enforcement. I mean, look at Pat Garrett. He was the guy that allegedly killed Billy the Kid. He was a drunk piece of shit for most of his life, and they just threw a badge on him and went, here you go. You know, he, yeah. You know him. You can meet up with him and kill him and whatever. And then from what some people have said, uh, didn't even kill the right guy. And they just fucking buried a body and were like, here you go. You know, write a book. Such is the tale of, hey, so I'll give you some money, and you'll say that you did this, and then, but you're going to do this. Right. Money talks. Yeah, exactly. Big time. So, I've got a, I've got a little bit of a uh, excerpt from a, an interview um, with uh, interview an interview with Denver Westwood in July 2013. Charles F. Price, author of the book Season of Terror, The Espinosas in Central Colorado, March through October 1863, contended that the Espinosas' rage against the Anglos and the U.S. government began as the Mexican War and during a time when the Hispanic population of Colorado and New Mexico were facing growing concerns over new laws and possible taxes that would have facing growing concerns over new laws and possible taxing that they would have to deal with under the U.S. government. Uh, Price says the Espinosas were part of a tax revolt, which led to to them killing an American soldier, and it was that incident that started the bloody rampage. Price also indicates that the soldier was part of a detachment sent to arrest them, and that, under, uh, under orders, the house was burned. But Martinez and his family's account put most of the blame on American greed, corruption, and the atrocities of the time. In his thesis, Martin uh, Edward uh, Edward Martinez says, 
The story of the Espinosas unveils the hardship and the terror that they faced when they, when the soldiers, frontiersmen, pioneers, and settlers came after the Mexican-American War. This is the case not only for the Espinosas, but also for the Mexican families that lived in a conquered land. Mexicans had to adjust their lives, culture, and ways in order to fit into the, quote, new world. It was a new way of life for them, for the, for them as Mexican families. If the Espinosas were bandits, guerrilla fighters, and killers, let, that, let the truth be known. If the Espinosas were fighting for justice, let that be known. The Espinosas could, could even have been heroes. But for myself, I am proof, for it was my great-great-grandmother that was raped. I would not I would not been here to write this senior thesis if it was not for the men who raped her. That's kind of dark and a little fucked up and really 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 sad. Yeah, kind of you know. And he had to go on and write a you know, write something about his family. <laughs> yeah, and to basically say, you know, like listen, I am the result of a great great grandmother being raped by these men that came in to take their property and kick them off of it and this, that, the other. It's like, that's fucking rough, man. That's, that couldn't have been easy to write. No, well, I mean, you're years removed, so. But still, it's your family, you know? You you never met the person, but still. Yeah, it's hard. I mean, uh, yeah, it'd be hard, but it's also vindication, I would say. Because you're telling the tale of your family to say, hey, this is what everybody is reading in the history books or through different literature saying that my family was a bunch of fucking assholes. And all they wanted to do was rape, pillage, murder, you know, just out of pure terror. But no, this is actually how it was. They did this because... Things like my great grandmother being raped, you know, and then end up dying. Um, my my f- other family being raped and murdered or just murdered, you know. That's that's kind of vindication to say, hey, it was payback, motherfuckers, for what you did. And it you, that that way you get both sides of the story, kind of. Exactly. You, know, you get the historical account of what quote-unquote actually happened and then the more modern story of no my family got fucked and this is why that's why they did this yes you know and it's always kind of like you know there's always you know they always say there's three sides to every tale you know their side the other person's side and then there's the truth and being so many years removed this is kind of the truth i would i would certain extent into the category of this being what actually happened, why they actually did it. Yeah. So, so, all right. So I think, uh, I think I got to say, I would have to, yeah, say that you, you're right. Yeah. He was, he was totally, uh, I wouldn't put him in the class of a serial killer. I would have said, I'd say he was a revenge killer. Which is, they were revenge killers, which is where I, I kind of, Got my subtitle for the episode, which I thought it was funny, but in the grand scheme of things, it kind of does make sense. I, I've subtitled the episode Juan Wick because <laughs> he's, you know, it's a very similar story of you fucked with my family and I'm going to kill every last one of you that I can. Exactly. You know, 
So my final thoughts, did Felipe Espinosa lead a band of murderers and bandits that killed 30 plus people? Well, yeah. Yes, he did. Absolutely. Of course. Was his rage justified? I think it was. Yeah. You know, I, I, I really, I went into this not knowing a whole bunch of the guy and I really hoped that I could just go, oh man, I want to cover a really early, you know, serial killer and just a awful, awful person. And then, you know, all the research I did, you're just like, holy shit, this changed my mind. I, I can see where he's coming from. Yes, you know? and he sent me a text message around midnight <laughs> while I'm trying to go to sleep saying, dude, I can't, I want to hate this guy, but I just can't. I just can't hate him. I, my response was, why? You'll find out. Yeah, I mean, <sighs> I mean, you, your family is killed when you're young in a naval shelling. Then as you're maybe starting to try to move away from it and continue your life, the same government comes in, the same government comes in and starts fucking with you again for pretty much no reason because you made a complaint that there was people living on your land without your permission. And then they're just like, nah, we're going to, we're going to side with these guys because you're an immigrant pretty much, you know, and, uh. And see, this is how, I hate to bring it up, but some might disagree with me, but just hearing this story, you can kind of say, okay, I can see where the Palestinians are coming from. Right. I can see we're, where... We, we're, we're in no no way justifying anything that they do, but you can kind of see where they're like, who the fuck are these guys? You know? <laughs> Exactly. They're We've like, been here forever, and these fucking guys just got here and started taking everything over. Exactly. This but, this was our land. We were farming it. We were doing everything, and then all of a sudden, boom! Hey, these sons of bitches came in and just you know. But the question took over. is, were, were they real? Were were the Espinosas really immigrants at this point in time? Where they were in Colorado before the what? what when was the the purchase? What year was that? Eighteen something, whatever. But I mean, they weren't really they weren't immigrants. No, because I'm thinking it was just. It was just they were there, right. and then the immigrants, the people going west, were the immigrants coming in to say, you know, hey, this is our land now. I mean, it'd be one thing if they were passing through and just kind of set up camp for a couple of days on their way through and then kept moving were. along. But these guys set up camp and never fucking left. Exactly. So I can understand getting pissed off. That'd be like somebody showing up and, you know, parking a camper on your lawn and being like, hey, we're going to be here for a day. Cool, no problem. And it's, then they're there 10 years later. It was the same with the natives. Yep. You know, the, the the natives or first peop, first nations or the first peoples, however you want to, you know. I just call them the natives, the, the true Americans. They had land here, and they were kicked out. Some were forced to march thousands of miles. Yeah. Um, some were killed wholesale. Just because, hey, some white people wanted that land. Wounded knee. You know, I, well, we also found other ones, too. Yeah, we're going to cover some of those. because We it's, might have to. I think we can do just a big episode of a bunch of them because it it's a similar story. It, I hate to say it. It's, you know, same old song and dance through a lot of them, but it's still fucking terrible. But, you know, like Tom Tobin. You know, as much as he's kind of the hero, but he's also kind of a... Some accounts, he could also be a victim. Yeah, exactly. Into this, because he's only doing 
what he thinks is right because he had something go wrong mm-hmm. to him. Well, he feels, hey, and he's this getting is my paid time. a boatload of money to do it. Yeah, this is my time. I'm gonna shine. I'm gonna I'm gonna go out. I'm gonna do this. Then he thinks he's gonna get paid. Some accounts he gets screwed. Some he gets his money. So however it is, you know, we don't know exactly. Only only the history books know, or only the people that lived during that. Kind of hard to get a receipt for a bag of human heads. <laughs> you know, Maybe. but uh, I mean, I can see, I can, I can really see where he's coming from. You have your wife and daughters raped. Your wife dies as a result of the rape. And then your brother's family, you know, your brother's family gets attacked and your sister gets raped. And your brother goes, no, 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 fuck you, and starts killing people. Then, you know, they come back and, and What start... was their death toll? Do you know? Uh, it was 30 plus. It was uh, well, it's estimated at around 30. But. Uh, so this was a total of a year? Less than a year. It was. Oh, it, less than a year it was, total. Uh, what, what the hell did he say? It was between uh, um, May to October of 1863. So they were busy boys. Hmm. You know, uh, I mean. Yeah having your family destroyed by the US cavalry and your you know your brother getting screwed over for defending your family and your land taken and your land taken I can't say that I wouldn't have reacted in a similar way no so i mean definitely not definitely most definitely not so i mean cliff notes version felipe espinosa bad guy yeah worst guy ever not even close nah worst guy worst guy in this story Probably not. No, you know, I, definitely not. No. I, I, I totally agree. So yeah, this this one changed my mind a lot. Like doing this the podcast and doing research on your own, other than from what you get in high school history books, where you're just like, oh yeah, no, no, this guy was a bad guy, blah blah blah. And then you look at it and again, and you're like, and maybe it, go, it comes with being older. You're just like, he really wasn't that bad of a guy, you know? He got fucked over. It. The the one I come back to, Benedict Arnold, worst traitor in American history can't really blame him anymore after reading about what actually happened to him and why he did it. Yeah. You know, he got, he got the short end of the stick and then he took that stick and he poked the, <laughs> he poked America in the eye with it. Exactly. You know? Um, so yeah, I'm sorry if this one got a little, a little more serious than usual, but it, uh, it kind of had to, this, this would have been a, a hard story to, to pick at and it. make fun of and try to have fun with when you're just like, you're dealing with rape and murder and people getting their hearts hacked out and shit. Yeah. But so next week. Oh yes. We're going to talk about next. I think this one could be a little bit more fun than Felipe. Maybe this next week. We're going to talk about uh lady. Well, she goes by the name of bell star. She was uh the bandit queen. She was a bandit queen. She, I, this is another one where it, the book doesn't, uh, you know, what what's the saying go? Uh, uh, the book something pages. Well, I don't know. Yeah, that one. I know <laughs> what you're talking about. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> the book doesn't shit, but the pages do. Yes, that that thing right there. Just made that one up, I think. But Fuck. whatever. Uh, but yeah, she. she she wasn't uh, as as uh, listed. We'll put it like that. You know, she, she uh, she's kind of weird, kind of weird. A uh, little little happening, 
But I would almost think to say that uh, what comes around goes around with her when, you know, this is what I would say with her. And again, this is one that neither one of us really knew, didn't know a thing about her. Dick about like I, I had heard the name Felipe Espinosa from some other shows, but they covered it for like five minutes and they try to pack that whole story into like a real like, oh, hey, yeah, well, he, uh, he rode horses and killed a bunch of people and he was an asshole at the end. Yeah, yeah, I never heard a thing about Bell Star. I was just like, "Hey, what's? I'm gonna look into her." You're like, "Okay, cool." Yeah, you you shot me a text. You're like, "Hey, we're gonna do a, a female gunslinger," and I'm like, "A what now?" <laughs> That's a thing. I didn't realize that. Yeah, yeah. You know? but, but uh, yeah, we're gonna be we're gonna be dropping some names in that one. We are. Yeah, at least a couple. Make sure you empty your pockets out so we can put them back in afterwards. Because <laughs> we're gonna drop some names. Let's definitely. All right, so uh, let's uh, get out of here. Yeah, and, uh, don't uh, don't forget we have a we actually do have a working email address. It's uh, darkwindowspod at gmail dot com. So if you want to have any uh, ideas about anything to send to us, yeah, or if you hate the show and want to send it to us in an email, that's fine, and I can read it on here, and we can do whatever with it. But or maybe we won't. Oh, oh yeah, and by the way, no, uh, oh, it'll go into that. But um, you can. Subscribe to us wherever you can find podcasts. We actually are on a couple different ones now we just found. Yes. Um, you can find us on uh, iTunes. Rate and subscribe. Apple Podcast, whatever the fuck it is. Or now. rate, review, subscribe, however that goes. Uh, you can find us on Stitcher. Uh, play music. Let's see. And if you have uh, CastBox. CastBox. Something like that. If you have uh, Android phone. You can download CastBox, and then you can download our stuff from there. Yeah. Uh, um, also, you can find us where else? We're on Facebook at uh, Dark Windows Podcast. We're on Instagram at Dark Windows Pod, all one word. But if you use Instagram, I'm sure you probably knew how to do that anyway. Of course. Um, I want to come back around to the Apple Podcast thing real quick. Yeah. I checked it the other day. We got a review from, I believe it's my friend Chelsea that I went to high school with. Left, left us a very nice review and a five-star rating. And somebody else left us a two-star rating but didn't have the balls to say why. We still love you for for giving us a two-star rating because you rated. Thank you. But you clicked it wrong. <laughs> you missed three at the end. <laughs> Whatever. But hey, you know, silver linings, at least it's not a one. At least they rated. That's true. They, it means at least two people have listened to this. But you didn't fucking review. Yeah, exactly. You know. Not up. Fucking say something. That's all we care about. Just no. You, know, you don't have to review. It's just, okay. Just put something out there. Be like, these guys suck. Go to a different gas station or whatever. Their prices are cheaper. Just say something. I don't give a shit. But anyway, yeah. I think we're gonna so, get out of here. Yeah. Thanks for uh, thanks for listening, folks. And uh, but hey, uh, anyway, later, fuckers. Yeah, we'll be back next week. Have fun. So. Till then. See ya. Bye. <laughs>